Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Oh, yes. This is it. This is the just after six o'clock moment I wait for all week. Friday morning here. Mm. 102.7. Kiss FM. Are y'all excited for your weekend, Sissini? Oh, yes, I am. What are you doing? You have, you already have your plans? My plans? Yeah. You know what? We're just going to carve pumpkins. It's going to be very mellow. The chargers are off this weekend, so we really don't have to like go to a game or anything. It's just like nice. You're relieved when your team is off? I'm bummed when my team is off. I'm relieved because we this last week was jam-packed. We had a Monday night game and a Sunday night game for that oh last. It was a lot God. last week. You must be sore. I was really, it was really tough for me. down. It was really That's tough. It was a tough loss last night. Sometimes Sunday. I put Icy Hot on myself after a Georgia game just I, because I've been through it. So you understand what I go through. <laughs> uh, Tony, does Robbie, your boyfriend, have a football team? No, he has like his fantasy players that he roots for, but he doesn't really have like a go team. He likes the Lakers. He's more of a baseball guy. I mean, sorry, That's basketball. basketball. <laughs> 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 I knew that. I knew that. I knew no, you that. know it when you said it. Yeah. It yeah. Happens. It all can run together. Baseball, basketball, one letter off. Uh, so, well, we got USC <laughs> is in Tucson playing U of A. That's Tanya. right. Hey, battle it out. Tomorrow at four. Number nine, UCLA hosting Stanford at the Rose Bowl tomorrow night. Nice. Rams and 49ers this weekend. By the way, thank you, Sisney, for getting back to me. Last night, I was on a text rampage. Yeah. I had a thought. Now, I don't know how you are when you get a thought about work and it's past 7 o'clock, but I had a thought and I wanted to quickly get it resolved. I wanted to know fast. Yeah. So first I texted Beata. I didn't get anything back. So I waited two minutes, oh, texted geez. John, Ivy, and Sisney at the same time and didn't get anybody respond. By the way, even Sisney for like It was 25? like 15, 20 15, minutes. I was 20? still here at the station, by the way. <laughs> It was a long day. 
Well, so then we no excuse for no signal. So then we get on. on, we get on to, to chat, and then like the connection sucks, and I'm like, ah. Oh. Well, then it drops. No, she gave me the answer, but it dropped. Then I'm like, oh, I gotta call her back to say, okay, I got you. And then I was like, no, <laughs> I'm just gonna text her. I got, we got the answer. Thank you. Yeah. And then Beata texted me. Oh gosh. She had the answer. I said I already got it from Sissony. And then John Ivy called me <laughs> while I was in my bed. Oh, the worst. I was in my bed. He's calling me. I said, no, no, I got the answer. Yeah. So it was just a music. It was a music question. Music question. But it was funny because I can't wait. It's so like if I, I'll text three people to see who's gonna respond first, so I can get the answer. I have an impatience call. issue. Like, yeah, that's interesting. My text is if I had my phone on like silent or low, it just no. Ding. But if I call you, it's an unknown. I have a blocked call. So it's, you wouldn't you're even know it's the me. only one. You're like oh, don't be ridiculous. You are the only me unknown too. caller. Like Same. your plan doesn't work. If anything, it just tells me it's you. Yeah. No one else calls you. No caller ID. No, no, you're the only one. <laughs> well, I've got to change my number now. Yeah. Now you know it's me every time. I'm the only one. Yes. So I'm walking around with no caller ID on my forehead? 100%. Yes. It's probably for everybody. Huh. Trying to be all discreet. I was like, oh, it's Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that's funny because our chairman, Bob Pittman, yeah. every time I call his phone, yeah. he goes, hello, Ryan. Yep. I'm like, how does he know it's me? Yeah. That's weird. Like he he must they, he must have my phone like I don't know. It's really funny because like you probably like went through like hoops. You got to get your thing to be like private and all this. And hoops. hoops, yeah, a lot of hoops, a lot of hoops. Hey, uh, I don't Tanya, know how to do that with my home. My, my phone. See how much I didn't bother you, Tanya, last night. Don't you did not bother me. I actually went to sleep last night at seven fifteen. Wow. Now I want to do that but then i get sad about that sometimes. no i was so... i get like down on myself like bro 7 15 really yeah Yikes. it was it was a time i Did needed you sleep it. through the night so you didn't even watch your grays you didn't do anything i wow. didn't do anything are you still recovering from sunday night's harry styles house yes it yes. really gets tanya like if once her week is like thrown off she's you know what Wait. I realized though? It's my Hashimoto's because they say sleep is like so important, and I was like, ah, oh, whatever. If yeah, I get Hashimoto's, don't mean before Final Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they want you to at least watch that. <laughs> it was just one night, and I'm like back now. I feel like I I got it back. Even back, it took her five days. <laughs> <laughs> they say you can't ever make it up. You just have to like get through it. Yeah, wait till you have kids. Like, pff, I went to bed at two last night. That's. So wild. I know. It sounds like my worst nightmare. Well, Savannah's yeah. having like stomach issues. It's like, what are we going to do? Tell Michael to deal with it. I couldn't. He was actually still up working late. Well, we were both in it. That's oh, unfun. I know. It's his busy season. He's almost done. He has like one more week. Oh, so, does, so once his busy season's over, does he then have to step it up? Yeah. No, he does step it up. He really does step it up in general. It was just last night was a funky night. Is he? What is he doing that's busy right now? They, year end? Yes, it's year end, and then they're projecting yeah. for all next year. I don't know. When's Robbie's stuff. busy season, Tanya? When's his year end it's, busyness? Well, his goes in ebbs and flows, but his is like so, he worked all weekend long. Like he was on calls all Getting Saturday, Sunday. Done. Yeah. Getting deals closed. Closed. He was on calls Sunday. Good for him. Saturday and Sunday. I mean, nonstop. All right. Well, good morning. Good to be back with you. Got a great show for you this morning. It is a Friday broadcast. We are a weekend away. From Halloween. Let's see what fun stuff we've got up here. Oh, yeah. Spooky music. What's your favorite horror movie, Sisney? Ooh. The Conjuring. Mm. Have I seen that? You should. There's three of them. Oh, I don't like God. spooky movies. Well, same. I just watched um, this new one. It's on Hulu. It's called Abandoned. 
It's not bad. I think it's like PG or maybe even PG-13, so it's not super scary. And it has um, Emma Roberts in it. She stars in it. (laughs) (laughs) I asked for some... Is it like a burp? (laughs) Well, no, I asked for some new spooky sounds for the show, and I don't know what that was. That sounded strange. Freddy Krueger's, the Chuckies, the Child Plays movies. Oh, no, that keeps me up. Tanya, what's your favorite horror movie? I'm like, I watch... um, She's like Hocus Pocus. The Nightmare Before Christmas, (laughs) Hocus Pocus, Pocus Pocus, and um, Huey's Huey's Halloween, the Adam Sandler movie. Like When I had friends say to me, both as a child and as an adult, hey, let's get together and watch scary movies and eat popcorn. No, hard pass. Yeah, same. I mean, true crime is enough for me to watch on streamers. Oh my gosh, movies in like the late 80s and early 90s are the best horror movies. All the screams... Those were all so good. Which was the one? Wait, what was the one with Jennifer Love Hewitt? Oh, I know what you did last summer. That one I liked. Those were all so good. I still know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I don't either. Can we please have a meeting after the show and get some new sounds for this show? Well, how about show up? Oh. I don't need to show up. I'm doing it now. We have a meeting every day after the show. As you should. <laughs> Where are the you? Sounds are distracting. You I feel Where like the are noises you? are like. Why can't you stay ten more minutes? I got a lot of things to you do. You know things to do. You watch The Watcher all weekend. That's you right. The whole well, I'm thing. not going to meet with you guys over the weekend. Well, whatever. I'm just saying you have time. I have a lot of American <laughs> Top Forty meetings, don't I, Easton? <laughs> That's right. Matter of fact, what time were you in this morning? Four thirty a.m. Waiting for me. Wait, are what we? What time did have... I get in? Four thirty-five. Oh. <laughs> oh, and he counted every five minutes of it. Are we going to have our seasonal meal? Can you What's remind that? me what the first annual one was? It was at your house. Seasonal? Remember we thought we said we were going to do with the seasons? Oh, yeah. Like when that was like before Wingo? Mm-hmm. Mm. You mean the one where I had you guys over to the terrace? Yeah. yeah. To the terrace? <laughs> to your house? <laughs> yes. We sat outside. We sat outside the veranda. Your backyard. <laughs> Guys, I, I, was, I was corrected years ago that a, I used to call it a patio, and then I was told it's a terrace. Oh. A terrace? What's the difference? I don't know. I don't know. Resale value. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Marketing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We would have to do that before Jingle Ball, wouldn't we? Yeah. I like the idea of it, to be honest with you. Jingle Ball's on a Friday. Do we so we do it on a Thursday? Thursday? Loses its appeal, but yeah, all right, I'm down. <laughs> four four p.m. arrivals. <laughs> I don't, what are you guys doing? I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> what are you guys doing yeah. after the school buses are yeah. done? Uh, the second load. <laughs> Ten thirty a.m. arrivals. Uh, all right, so I just want to say, you know, trick or treating is coming up this year. On a serious note, you've seen all the reports about fentanyl, mm-hmm. and oh. it's scary if you're a parent. If you look on any online forum, Facebook, Nextdoor, parents are talking about this new type of fentanyl, which is rainbow colored, and it looks like candy. Like, to a child that doesn't know, it looks like bright pastel colored, sherbet colored candies. Experts say there is no reason to be overly worried, but I still think it is scary. I mean, we used to worry about, like, what, needles in our candy or something? Yeah. My mom always afraid of, like, people putting a needle in a or chocolate just in bar. general, like you, we still check like the kids' candies, make sure that there's none of them that yeah, are open. open. Yeah. Right. So there's some good news on that front about cities here in Southern California and the safest ones. They say uh, the most safe cities in the nation for protecting kids from this 
are in Southern California. Number one actually is Gilbert, Arizona, but number six safest <laughs> city is Irvine. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number nine safest city is Glendale. Burbank made the list at 18. Torrance at 24. And Gold Marietta getting in there at 25. No other mm. state had that many safe cities looking out for this stuff for your kids during Halloween. Oh, that's nice. So it's a testament to the agencies in our area and the hard work that they do to prevent big crises like these. I got to say, our neighborhood seems very safe as well. All the neighbors, like, we block off the streets. It's like a nice little block party for the kids. That is what it should be. All right. I've got your morning hack here. Then we've got your quote of the day. This weekend, they have done a survey of what men and women find to be the most attractive costumes this year. And number one was for a woman, She-Hulk. What? She-Hulk. She what's a she hulk? She hulk the show. She hulk. She hulk. She hulk. Like Hulk, but like she hulk. You never heard of no. she hulk? I'm sorry. How she hulk? How is like painting your face green and looking like you hulk? haven't seen the series she hulk? No, I have not. But I'm trying to like visualize. She, she's like in like a like. Sl- What's it called? Like, like a swimsuit, a, like a leotard, thing. Like, yeah, like a leotard, tight leotard. Which is very Wonder Woman esque. I get it, but painting your face green, I don't find the sex appeal in that. Isn't there a big billboard in Sherman Oaks of She Hulk? Yeah, you didn't, you didn't see that She Hulk. What's the guy? What's the guy? Hot one? Hulk. <laughs> oh, so it's double Hulk? <laughs> no, no, no. I think the <laughs> no. I meant the Halloween costume. You're saying this is the one for uh, women. Oh, whoa, you got to be more specific oh, these days. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no, the guy one is Tom Cruise. This is sabotage. Maverick. No way. Who made this list? <laughs> I'm just telling you what the sample group said. What sample? It yes. was a survey this she- weekend. Halloween parties. If you're single, She-Hulk and Maverick are the top two. For sure, Maverick. Hot. I don't know about She-Hulk for a girl. <laughs> uh, Easton, aren't you a She-Hulk fan? Oh, I'm such a big She-Hulky over here. Yeah, and what is it about She-Hulk that's uh, attractive? She's a strong, powerful woman, and she takes what she wants. <laughs> she has takes a green face. <laughs> and what's your point? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, and then you start making out, and then you have green face on like the dude, and it's like it's just messy. Well, think like, it was Tom Cruise, Maverick from Top Gun, so hot. Like that's great for a guy. I didn't make it, but by the way, if we dressed up as Mavericks from Top Gun. It's too cocky. What? Like I think it's you're just too full of yourself. No, it's not. It's so I topical. So. The movie came no, out but this I think year. if I walked in in a onesie zip with Maverick glasses, people would be like, joke. I don't think so. You think care too fine. much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why do you think I care too much? Because I work here. No. It's all about Please, approval from used twos. You're coming in like sequins unitard for Harry Styles. Like you obviously don't uh, care that much. Just trying to seek your approval. <laughs> we shall all right. see. Today's quote. Uh, don't let old hurt get in the way of new love. And check out Chiok. I now I'm intrigued. Isn't it a series? Yeah. It's yes. a series. Now streaming on Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> she takes what she wants. I cannot with the uh, costume. Kiss FM. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. 
So Elon Musk became Twitter's owner yesterday, firing top executives and providing little clarity over how he will achieve the lofty ambitions he has outlined for the social media platform. Elon Musk has said that he wants to defeat spam bots on Twitter, make the algorithms that determine how content is presented to its users publicly available, and prevent the platform from becoming an eco-chamber for hate and division, even as he limits censorship. Now it's easier to adopt a pet. Los Angeles Animal Services has unveiled a revamped website that officials said will make it easier for people to find a furry friend to adopt for foster or to obviously to keep, locate lost pets, apply for renew an animal license online, uh, find upcoming adoption events, and just learn more about alternatives to surrendering a pet to a shelter in general. The changes apply to both desktop or mobile devices. You can go to LAAnimalservices.com. I was just there, and yes, it is a lot more user-friendly than the previous ones. You should check it out. And Rihanna is back with her first solo track in six years. The nine-time Grammy Award winner released Lift Me Up off the official soundtrack for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. The song acts as a tribute to the late Chadwick Boseman. Now, along with Lift Me Up, Rihanna also has another ballad on the soundtrack called Born Again. But, you know, we will have Lift Me Up for you every hour today, starting in just a few minutes at 7 o'clock. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Shoot, I threw away everything I need. <laughs> Thank you. 102.7. It's Kiss FM. Friday morning. That's why. It's Friday. And it's free gas Friday. I think we should start that in a few minutes. Ooh. 7.35. We're going to start getting you some free gas from Free Gas Friday. And then after 8, we've got a hometown hustler out of Montebello. If you're in Montebello, we are focusing on somebody that just pivoted and is pursuing their passion. And that's their full-time job now. And I love that. All right. All right. Let's see here. We've got Jada yeah, in Pacoima. Ooh. I think this is a relationship guidance call. She's seeing two guys at the same time oh, no. and has a dilemma. Jada, thanks for coming on. What is your dilemma about seeing two guys at the same time? Yeah, so um, I'm currently dating two gentlemen. Um, it's okay. Uh, it's nothing scandalous. They both know we're not exclusive, and we're obviously other seeing other people. And um, they're allowed to see other people as well, and it's just very open and honest and we're just, you know, living our lives and dating, trying to find the right people. Um, they don't know each other, but they know that we're not exclusive. Um, so I'm going to a costume party with one of them this weekend. Uh, he asked me about two weeks ago and I said, yes, and I'm super excited. Um, but I just found out that the other guy I'm seeing is also going to be at this party with someone else. Uh, I'm guessing, yeah. I'm not cheating on anyone or anything. No, no, um, no. But but the, what I'm trying to paint the picture of here is, first of all, Halloween's a high-impact day to choose. Like, whoever you choose on Halloween says more than a regular day. That that shows your priority in a way. It shifts some weight. But the scene could be that you would be there with the guy you chose, and the guy you didn't chose could be with another woman there. Uh, he might. Yeah, he might. And I'm okay with that. I just think like it's going to be, it might be awkward Wait, that like I'm there with somebody else. What's wrong? You just said the guy that the guy you didn't chose, but it's choose. I'm hurrying, guys. Okay. I don't have time for all the O's. Be, you guys want to yeah. have all the vowels? Don't you guys? I stayed out of this. Yeah. That well, was all her. 
I'm focused on Jada, not my vowels. <laughs> okay, okay. So I think this is a disaster. And it's a disaster that you're asking for. Because, you know, whether it be this Halloween party or an incident in six months, this is what's going to happen. There is going to be a moment where someone feels really bad and feels like they weren't chosen and were chosen. And that's what happens when you parallel track two people at the same time. So this is symbolic of either what's happening now or what's to come, Jada. So I think you need to make a choice for the future and somebody needs to not go to that party. No, she made her choice. You go with the dude that you're going with and then that's the end of the other guy. Then he's over. She, Sisney's right. Then you've made your choice. When you see him, there's no more him. Yeah. Because this like, is just hey. going to rear its ugly head over and over and over and over. Or you can go dressed up as a as like something that's just complete disguise. And so he doesn't even see you the whole night. No, she's going to see him. It's a disaster. A couple's costume with the guy that I'm going oh, with. No. It's a, was a disaster. So what are you going to do, Jada? Are you going to realize and accept the fact that you made a choice and you've got to let the other guy go? Or you just avoid this party for now? Um, I'm, I'm, I don't know, Ryan. I'm actually now leaning towards avoiding this party. Um, I was excited about going and just being in an awkward situation, it's, but I think emotionally you're right. Yeah, it will be hard on you, and you're kicking the can, just so you know. But good luck and happy kicking Halloween. What does kicking, kicking the, the can, can mean? Just she's kicking the whole issue down the line. It's going to happen at Christmas next. She's going to, yeah, she's just going to follow it. Why Which is, it, if why you and I, if I'm dating Tanya and I'm dating oh? Sissini, yeah, and whoever picks the other, wait, I guess that doesn't work. Mm. So you go. So whoever whoever doesn't get picked is out. Like you're bruised, right? So you, we all go to the same Halloween costume, but you decide to do a couple's costume with Tanya. But I'm yeah, also I'm going like, to the costume. Then I'm like, well, then that's it. That's it. Like yeah. I'd be so hurt by that. Mm-hmm. Like to pick one of the you, other. So she's I kicking. would be hurt. I'm. <laughs> Why are you hurt? Because <laughs> I chose. Because <laughs> you chose. I choose. But if yeah. she chooses, if she chooses, if she chooses, oh, if she chooses, Tanya. <laughs> I don't know who's chosen correctly. <laughs> Say Who the chosen? wrong word. If she chooses before she's ready to choose, then she might regret it. So I think if she's not ready to make a choice, she should. She wants to have her cake and eat it too. And it's never going to last. That doesn't happen. She's kicking the can. She should kick it and go to a different Why Halloween party. Why is it a so can? She can... It's Why just is... a figure of speech. Who, yeah. who made up that speech? It's like. The can kickers. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, we're not in that situation, so you're all right. Sissini's got a story about Gen Zers quitting their jobs. Go ahead. So remember back in spring of 2021 when everyone was voluntarily leaving their jobs? It was referred to as the Great Resignation. Yeah. Okay, so the trend is kind of picking up steam again, but now specifically just with Gen Z. Mm-hmm. 65% of Gen Zers plan to leave their job by the end of this year, and 40% across all uh, generations say that they're going to quit in the coming months. And one of the main reasons is because they're talking to all their friends, specifically ones that live in different states, and they're realizing that they do the same job and they're being paid three times more the amount. Is it not also that in some states it costs three times more to live in based three on times what less. you're making? Yes. Well, or three times less. But like in, I mean, Los Angeles is mm-hmm. a, a very expensive city to live in. Like I look at where I grew up and the cost of a pizza here and there, and it's a totally different world. Sure. Totally different 
world. Or, but it's sometimes it's the opposite. It's like they're making more money and they live in a cheaper state for cost mm-hmm. of living. So then they're like, forget it. Like, I don't, I'm just using this as an example, but like Austin, Nashville, like you've seen a lot of trends of people like moving to these different cities for a better uh, quality of life of living. Or My lower sister did. cost mm-hmm. in general. My sister moved to Nashville. So I know. And so they're saying that this is going to be a trend and they're saying that now is the time that Gen Zers are finally saying like, we're going to do this and they're, and they're going for, I mean, obviously it's speculation, but Gen Z has gotten a bad rap, I guess, at workplaces for moving quickly and like the quiet quitting. Remember we talked about that a few months ago and act your wage. And so now it comes to the question, like, what do you think this is? Do you think it's laziness or do you think that Gen Z just has different principles when it comes to their the way they think they do their job. And a smart, right? Uh, yeah. Like uh first of all, you can't generalize the whole generation. Right. But I do think it's kind of clever. If you can pick up and find a better quality of life for yourself or do a job that pays the same job that pays you more or do less for the same amount, like clever. Good for you. I think so too, especially if you're in that bracket of that age gap, because I feel like those are the years to explore and take ad- and, you have, and take no, chances. And you're less tied down, maybe, to go ahead and make those decisions yeah, to go for it. A hundred percent. You might not be married yet. You might not have kids yet to kind but, of like tie you down. I, I'm a millennial, so I can't relate to this at all because I've been with this company for 19 years. Like I've d- never hopped around. Yeah, same. So I don't. I don't. I cannot relate to this at all. So I don't know what it's like. The thing is, if you can work smarter and you can do it, then I don't think that that's, there's a bad rap about that. What's the difference between like what we did? I feel like we just hopped up within our same company in theory, like it's, but we didn't hop around companies. Does that but make the, sense? The mentality is so different now. Like when we were starting out in our careers, it was like, you got to hustle. You got to put in like 14 hour days for no pay. And I it's still just like, do that. But that's not the mentality anymore. Let me go to the back room whose mentality is just what we're talking about or not. All right. Who of the Gen Zers there wants to speak up? I think Mariana is the only Gen Z, right? What? Are you Gen Z? Really? She's Why? She's on She's the cusp. What? She's a Gen Z millennial then, then cusp. Bring her over. Bring her over to Come the here, mic. Come here, Mariana. Mariana. you a cusp. We uh, almost you're, like you're... You're, you're like in between. In, uh, you're on the it's fence. It's like a horoscope cusp. So, Mariana, Tanya, go ahead and make the statement <laughs> of Mariana. Tell Mariana what you're saying. When we were starting out in our careers, the mentality was like hustle, work 14 hour days for no pay and like put in your time and grind. And I just feel the like rewards will come to those who are in right. first and out last. Correct. And I just think that's not the case anymore. The mentality is different. People want to enjoy their lives. They want to make money, but they want to enjoy or their the lives. younger generation gets yeah. impatient. So how do you look at it, Mariana? I definitely agree. I feel like we're prioritizing um, having fun more and, you know, um, just enjoying our lives, like going out and having fun with our friends, like also working, but not to the point where like, oh, I'm going to work all the way and not have fun and like just be tired and it doesn't matter, you know, like. I'm just going to go out with my friends now and enjoy myself and take care of my mental health. Like, I feel like now we're prioritizing that more than before because I know my parents were like that, too. Yeah, well, listen, mm-hmm. mental health wasn't even talked about. No, it was we not talked no. about coming like 20 years ago. Like, grind, also, grind, grind. It was grind, grind, grind and made you feel guilty if you weren't grinding. Yeah. There was that part, too. But, Mariana, mm-hmm. how do you feel about, like, imposter syndrome of living like that, which I have now? 
So I want to do that. What you're talking about, but I'm not a Gen Zer, but I imposter myself. So you to feel be. guilty relaxing? No, I'm saying I'm going to start living like a Gen Zer. <laughs> so do it. Like I don't understand right. why you I'm don't do to. it. Yeah, I feel like you to. should have a balanced life. You know, obviously do your job, but don't just you know depend on your job to be happy. You know, there's yeah, other things that make us you, happy. You, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like not being here sometimes. Hello, we have the best job in the world. No, no, I know that. But I also have other jobs. And so the sum of them sometimes is a lot. Yeah. But I think that that mentality I was made to feel guilty about when I was growing up. And now. Still, by the way. Yeah. Still. Oh, oh no. this has been so therapeutic, Mariana. So <laughs> what are you guys doing this weekend, you Gen Zers? Oh, I'm going to the Halloween party. I don't even know where I'm going. I don't know. I don't, I'm not invited You're just yet. Going. But I'm going. That's a way to live. She has she her costume. Yeah, she's, she's just going. We're going to go out yeah. and make a left. Yeah, totally. That's exactly what we're doing. All right, well, have fun. I I live more it. like that. That's I fun. Know. Let's just go out and turn right. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's okay to be, do you like, Tanya, do you like envious of or jealous of better? Um, I like envy because envy is not so bad. Jealousy has a negative connotation, I think. Okay. So, Sisney, what do you prefer? I prefer envious over jealousy as well. Right. Got to rethink this whole conversation now. Why? Uh, you like jealousy better? It's the same to me. So, oh, anyway, really? we're envious of this job. And a lot of the jobs on TikTok make me go, hmm, maybe when we want to, we too could do stuff like this. Have you ever been a house sitter? Like people travel or they go away for a season and they invite you in to live in their home and maybe they pay you too. Have you ever done that? Back in the day, yeah, like for my (laughs) sister. When I was like in college and stuff, yeah. You'd house sit. Right. All right. So Christina Cornell does this on TikTok. She quit a a really normal job to go do this around the world and she's making a living doing it, traveling around the world, house sitting. Christina, good morning. We're envious of your life. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Now, I just want to get this straight. So you were, like you had a, you went to college, right? And then you were working at Goldman Sachs, and you said, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to travel the world and house sit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it may surprise people, but I was living a very conventional lifestyle before all of this. I, I did go to Boston College. I got my master's in organizational psychology from Columbia University. And yes, I was working on, in HR on Wall Street. Um, but yeah, ultimately, I realized I wasn't fulfilled by the career path that I was on. I had a shift in the way that I saw the world and defined success. And I wanted more freedom. I wanted to live life on my own terms. So uh, I found a way to make it happen. And I started as an online educator. So yeah. was it, I mean, that takes a lot of courage to walk away from all of that preparation for a job and then working on Wall Street at a big company like Goldman Sachs. Was it right. a difficult decision for you to go off and do this or was it just a natural thing? Oh, yeah, it was definitely a difficult decision. It was definitely a journey uh, for me. Um, and yeah, one of the reasons why I do like to share my background is because I really did have this plan for my life. And, you know, I want people to know it's okay to pivot and make a change to that plan. Yes, it did take a lot of courage. Um, and, you know, I really worked hard toward what I thought was my dream career. But when I realized I wasn't fulfilled by that path, I knew I had to make a change. So I don't know who needed to hear this, but give yourself permission to make a change if you're feeling unfulfilled or stuck. <laughs> I think a lot of people are thinking, hey, I wish I could just do that. Maybe they need to hear, 
you know how you did so you yeah. you were in switzerland italy prague new york city california and wine country and how do you how do you meet the people that bring you into their homes to house it yeah so there's a couple of online platforms that you can use um so there are there's trusted house sitters is one of them rover house sitters america house cares mind my house um, those are a couple of the online platforms. And essentially, you um, pay an annual membership fee. So the highest annual membership fee is $129. I actually have a reference code that will get you 25% off. If you, I'll put the reference code in my TikTok and okay. my Instagram. I have Christina Kors. Um, but yeah, no. Um, so that's how you meet them. You meet them online. And um, essentially, you can kind of choose from a whole bunch of different houses. Um, and then just for those that don't know what house sitting actually is, um, it's kind of like babysitting, but there's no baby. <laughs> You're looking after the house and, and the pet. So do you ever get scared? Um, no, I, I don't get scared because I do a lot of due diligence. Um, I do a lot of vetting. Um, there are reviews on the actual website, so you can actually read through those reviews. Um, I like to do like a phone interview, um, with the people that I'm in the house it for and, for me, one of the things I like about house sitting is actually the, you know, building the relationships and building the connections. And um, the great thing is that, you know, you can sometimes you can meet them before the actual house sit. So, yeah. That's insane. Are, are you guys feeling the way I'm feeling about this? I'm we already on this website. This. You go to this website and you literally type in Greece and then all of a sudden it comes up like Greece I might in pack February my own 2023. I, I would you pipe get... with my own sheets. Me? <laughs> yeah. I just like my own pillow, sheets. Well, I always travel with my pillow. olive oil. I always like, do you with my sleep in like the owner's bed or do you, do you have like a guest room? That's a good question. So a lot of the times you can sleep in the home, uh, the owner's bed. Sometimes they do have a guest room. Um, some of these houses, you know, that I've got to sit in have been, you know, really, really spacious. Um, so I can tell you a little bit about those if you guys want me to, want me to tell you about those. I, we're just going to um, send yeah, people can... to your TikTok because you got to see where she's going Gosh. around the world on TikTok. <laughs> Uh, and you're having fun and you're fulfilled. I guess that's the question here. You right. were doing this normal job and you weren't fulfilled. Are you now fulfilled? Yes, definitely. I'm super fulfilled and super thankful to be able to do this for sure. It's so nice to meet you. What a great story. Yeah, incredible. Check her out on TikTok and Instagram. Christina with a K, Cores, C-O-R-S. Where are you going next to House Sit, Christina? Um... I don't have it decided yet. I think it might be Norway, but I'm not 100% sure. So these wow. days, the house sitting, the traveling is very spontaneous. So I'm not quite sure yet. Well, enjoy. Thanks for coming on with us. Nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you too, Ryan. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. I think I'd actually be good at that because I would like to, you know, I could organize the pantry. I, I, I would feed the pets on time. I'd walk the pets. I, I, I don't know that people want it. their stuff rearranged, per se. Well, not but rearranged, yes. organized. Totally different. <laughs> Some people like their stuff the way it is. W would you do that, Sissy? Would you house sit in Norway? That sounds great. I would love to. Yeah, if it was just Michael and I. But I think if I showed up with like all my kids, that I would be I don't think it's a couple's thing. I <laughs> no. think it's like no. you yeah. got to go on your own. No, I don't think no that way. people are inviting couples into their homes. I think no. you can. No. Absolutely. No, Christina's doing it on her own. Like it'd yeah, be you going on a work on assignment. Her own. No, you're she's working. Doing... You're on a you can house. Go on the sit. website. Haven't you ever seen like family swap homes? You could do that. No, but that's not what this is. I think this is different. Tiny, it's not for you. I could just tell by your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a creature of habit. Like it sounds like a, an ideal thing, like in the picture. She's fulfilled. She is fulfilled. But I like knowing like I, on the weekends I can wake up and walk to my coffee shop down the street.
Oh, all right. Well, it's not for everybody, but for some, maybe you listening, check it out. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Hometown Hustler. I'm a hustler, baby. There you got it. This is great. We are spotlighting local businesses here in Southern California that maybe don't have the resources to advertise, but they're pursuing a passion. A hobby is turning into a career, a job, paying the bills. This is a great story. Griselda Dominguez joining us now of Montebello. This is a mother and son duo assistant from East L.A. that went from hosting clothing parties in their old apartment over 20 years ago to opening up their own boutique together in 2021. Griselda, good morning. Hi, good morning, Ryan. Hi, Sesame. Hi, Hi, good morning. So I can't wait to get to the store, but what made you start selling these clothes out of your apartment at the beginning? I've just always been into fashion and um, I wanted to do something, but I didn't have the means to do it. So that was the only way I was able to do it. My only outlet I had, I figured I'd have some friends over, we have fun, we'd have a good time and do some shopping at the same time. So cool. And so you, it went really well. And you and your son now are co-owners of Honey and Ivy, which is a women's clothing and accessory boutique in Montebello. So you're running the boutique and you're still working full time? We are. I'm a banker. I'm a full-time banker. I work remotely right now ever since COVID. Um, but I'm a full-time banker, and my son is an event producer and DJ. Wow. Yeah. Now, is it so, a thought that maybe one day you'll just work at the boutique all the time? That's a dream. That's yeah. the goal. Hopefully, that's where we'll be. Yeah. I, I just I, I love it. I love it. I get so inspired because we really get to do what we love, right? I mean, we talk about the schedule and the this, that, and the other, but like, this is the greatest and the only thing we know how to do. So we kind of have that and we feel blessed by it. I'm always inspired by people who pursue what they know is essentially a hobby of theirs, a love of theirs, and they make a career out of it, you know, and that's what you're doing. Exactly. It doesn't feel like work because it's so much fun. Every aspect of it is just so much fun. Um, meeting all of our customers and having our repeat customers come back and um, becoming friends and just everything. It, it doesn't seem like work. It's just fun all the time. I, I wish I could do it full time. I can't wait. The clothes, too. It is so chic. The aesthetics of your oh, you. clothing and the store. It's so beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. I love that. Thank you. We worked hard at that. We designed everything, you know, inside the store. We wanted everything to fit our vibe and our aesthetic from the name to the the design inside the store and the style of the clothes. We handpicked everything. Well, you should check Griselda out, her son there, mother and son duo, East LA, out of Montebello. That's where the story is. You can go to at shop honey and ivy on Instagram, at shop honey and ivy on Instagram. And check them out. Support them. Yeah. They're going for it. And yeah, get Griselda out of the bank and into the boutique yes, full time. Exactly. With some support, she can do it. Griselda, thanks for yes. coming on and being our hometown hustler today. Nice to meet you. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for the opportunity. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. I like the hangers in the store. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's a big deal. Like when it you is. see like the neatness of a boutique. She has thick, light wood hangers and not too many of like the same it's like three sizes for yeah. each article of clothing she's like bodysuits it's not like j- crammed together like inside our closets little sweaters i can't <laughs> exactly right? i can't see anything uh all right
Can we have some spooky music? Let's get to the spooky foodie right now. Oh. Yeah, spooky foodie on TikTok. Didn't we meet the spooky foodie before? Ansley's on with us. She's back. She's in downtown LA. And what she does is that she celebrates some of the scariest, spookiest, hauntedest places in Southern California. So she's going to tell us about the scariest haunted bars in Southern California. And what does make a bar haunted? Ansley Lane, welcome back, Spooky Foodie on TikTok. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> Is this your Super Bowl coming up on Monday? For real, right? It's just like this whole month has been my Super Bowl. For real. So you, you look forward to it, right? Yes. Every year. Every All year. Right. I want to get right down into the nuts and bolts of the scariest haunted bars in Southern California. You have a list here. So what's first on the list? El Cid in Silver Lake. El Cid in Silver Lake. What okay. makes El Cid so scary? So this bar is over 100 years old, and there's so much energy. Apparently, there's portals to the other world um, on the stage. There's people who have done rituals before performances. And there's also these old dolls that multiple staff members have seen move in the case, which is pretty crazy. So does anything 100 years and older just automatically become scary? I think just the energy and the memories that happen within these bars, mm -hmm. you know, give off this like haunted vibe, you know, it's just like it's not just because of how old it is. It's just like the memories that have been made there. The things you know? that have happened there. Okay. All right. What else is on the list of the scariest haunted bars in Southern California? Lost Property Bar. It's in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Lost Property and Bar. Okay. Yes. It's haunted by Bella Lugosi, who was the original Dracula, and he haunts there because there used to be a bus stop right outside of the bar that he used to use every single day. So staff members have seen him roaming around the bar at night. So I wonder you go in, you haven't had a cocktail yet, you have a couple of cocktails. Can you take it all on? Like, do you become stronger once you're in there and not so scared, or does it get worse? I wonder. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> that, that, that makes a lot. I mean, I'm never, I'm never really scared. I'm always super interested, but I, it, I guess it could come off to other people that it's a little yeah. scary. But Lost Property Bar also has this Black Lagoon-themed cocktail hour that they're doing all throughout Halloween with like themed drinks and tons of cool decor so I definitely recommend checking it out it's definitely spooky themed okay give us two more two more haunted bars okay Clifton's in downtown LA it's like four stories <gasps> of different themed bars I've been there yeah you did you did our Christmas party there oh, in the, yeah, tiki, the tiki, bar. tiki bar oh that's right I have been there mm. I rented <laughs> that out for us you did you rented out the tiki bar yeah and I've never been the same Interesting. Never been the, the last one we did, isn't it? <gasps> no, it's not. We did the one in San Juan. Mm, right. Oh, right, right, right. What's yeah. another one? Uh, Sassafras Saloon. There's an old haunted house from the 1800s that they transported there from South Carolina. And the original That's bones cool. are you still intact. You can do that? Wait, they put it on yep. a truck and drove it out from South Carolina? Yep. In, in pieces, probably. And put it back together. And inside those walls together. are the ghosts. Someone actually died in that house. What happened? I have no idea. She was just an old lady, and I think she just died of old age. Oh, well, probably a long, long trip as well from South Carolina. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Lancey, you're doing fun stuff. At Spooky Foodie, check her out on TikTok. Thanks for coming on. Happy Halloween. 
Thank you. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye. Again, again, one of the greatest jobs of all time right there for her. I mean, yeah. Do you know, Matthew Perry has been in the news recently because of his book, and he's done a sit-down interview. Did it air yet with Diane Sawyer or not? Because I see promos for it. I'm not sure if it aired, but I must have watched a promo before I went to sleep the other night because Matthew Perry was in my dream. Uh Oh. Right? I mean, yeah, he's everywhere, all over social media. I know what you're talking about. How do you know, Tanya, that he was in my dream? Oh, I didn't know that he was in your dream, but he's mm -hmm. he's everywhere, so it kind of makes sense. It airs tonight. Okay, it airs tonight on ABC. Mm. Matthew Perry from Friends, one of your favorite shows of all time. Love. One of our favorite shows of all time. All I remember shows. when I was living on Ocean Park in Santa Monica with all my roommates, we'd rush home from whatever jobs we had to watch Friends together on a black leather couch. Yeah, on Thursdays, right? Was Thursday yeah, nights? Thursday yeah. nights. So he's in the trending report now. Tanya, what do you have? So he's getting really candid about a lot of his past in this new memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. And I'm not sure if you guys know this or re- remember this. I did not remember that he used to date Julia Roberts for a quick I didn't minute. remember that at all. Mm-mm. Yeah. So she made an appearance on Friends. I remember the episode because she came in and they like got it on in the bathroom stall. And it turns out that Matthew ended the relationship because... Quote, I had been constantly uh, certain that she was going to break up with me. He was convinced that she was slumming it by dating him. He said, I could never be enough. I was broken, bent, unlovable. So instead of facing the inevitable agony of losing her, I broke up with the beautiful and brilliant Julia Roberts. So Mm. I thought it was so interesting because it's like self-sabotage. He broke up with this amazing woman because he didn't think that he was enough. But isn't that her decision to make? But we, I feel like this is a very relatable feeling. I think that a lot of the time people don't feel good enough for a a relationship or a job or a whatever or like to be in a friend group. And so they just take themselves out of it when in reality, like let other people make that decision. It's not for us to self-sabotage. So is it self-protection? Is that yeah. what it is? So you go ahead and insta- you make the move first so you don't maybe but you'll never know right like he thought he was never going to be enough for her so she was eventually going to break up with him so he just wanted to do it first but he i don't know what the whole story is but it's possible that he was never himself because he was always trying to be the person he thought he should be for her so it was driving crazy so he's spiraling right right all right i didn't remember that they dated but i'm looking at photos of the two of them walking what looks like to be down a street with trees in the background (laughs) hand in hand yeah it was brief so tonight you can see matthew perry in that interview with diane sawyer where apparently talks about a lot of difficult stuff right yeah like i was reading there was he goes into some details about like when he recorded the episode where he married monica you know like that iconic Mm -hmm. episode yeah he got sent straight to like rehab right after Right after that scene. Uh-huh. Like he filmed it and then like went straight to Right, like place. he was in bad shape. Yeah. So we will uh if you want to watch, we will see that tonight, eight o'clock on ABC. The weekend watch list. Just watch. Come on. Weekend watch list time. So it happens. You want to not talk to your significant other and just sit in the same room or not the same room and just watch something. Mm. Like just not get on your. I sometimes I put my phone in the dog bed, and I watch something. Ew. <laughs> Is the dog bed? Yeah, that's true. But I just need to put it somewhere that it's not near me, mm-hmm. and I want to watch something. 
I, I don't. I can watch with somebody, but I don't need to talk to them. I'm very impressed that something. you did the watcher from start to finish last weekend. Like, wow. Well, I mean, it was like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I know, but for you to start and finish something in a, basically a sitting. I didn't say I watched every episode. I said I finished it. Not kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I was like, he would. All right, so here's what's on my weekend watch list. I want to see, and I was not going to see it, and then I kept hearing about it, The White Lotus 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, Good yes. one. Now, what sold me Wait. on it was they shot it in Sicily, Italy. What am I missing here? Like the White Lotus that's on HBO? Yeah, season yeah. two. There was season one, now season two. Wait, so has, wasn't missing... there already season two? Mm-mm, no, that's season why one. season two is the one I want to watch. Oh. Yeah, Michael Imperioli from The Sopranos coming on. But why wouldn't you want to watch it if it wasn't recorded? Did you not watch season one? I did. Yeah. Season one was no, so it good. Was good. Well, I was good after season one. You know, I finished season one when I was in labor with Savea. Nope. I, I didn't did. know I was not there. At the hospital. No, I did. Well, there's there's a season two. 29 which is hours. Coming out or out. <laughs> HBO. Good one. Or you finished the whole thing during labor. Wow, that's an accomplishment. Well, there's a lot of, you know, so you're just laying there for most of it. It's a lot going on. All right, well, what are you going to watch not in labor? So this has actually popped up on my Netflix because I love a lot of true crime. And it brought me back. Remember Unsolved Mysteries from like back oh in the day? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. So now there's new episodes and there's 21 new episodes on Netflix right now. And so they're reenactments. So I love like the cheesiness of the reenactments. Um, and it's really good. And it's just untold stories. But what's kind of a bummer is that you forget what you're watching because it's unsolved mysteries. Like at the end of it, it's still unsolved. So you're really like... Is Robert Stack still hosting? Mm, don't think so. I don't think there is a host per se. It's just kind of like... Mark, wasn't the Robert Stack told. the host of that? Yes, he passed about 20 years ago. Oh. So he's not hosting that one. Probably, <laughs> probably not. I didn't know if... It was, okay, Ruby, glad you like that. <laughs> I didn't know that he maybe these. So these are new. So I just said what that. What I'm trying to say is these are new ones. These In my are... head, it just got to me that, oh, I thought maybe there were some reruns as well. No. Robert, well, there was a guy that hosted it when I saw it. I don't know when he died. I'm sorry. That's why I was intrigued by it because I didn't want to go back and necessarily watch the old reruns just because it was so long ago. But when it said 2022, I was like, oh, these are all new. Well, and out of respect, they're not having a host for the new ones. Sure. Um, but there's a bunch of cool stuff. Like I watched an episode on like UFOs and like all this crazy stuff. So if you're into unsolved mysteries, it's on Netflix. Like you've never, ever done that before in your life? Anyone? <laughs> 100%. Okay, well, don't you. stare at me, Tony, with that look of like, how could you exist, Ryan? That's not what I'm staring <laughs> no, at. No, my thing was like, I didn't really know who that was. And so then, me either. Yes. And I was like, oi. And then when we found out he was dead, and I was like, oi, double oi. <laughs> and then Ruby laughed, and I was like, oh my gosh. Well, you, never, you never saw those originals, did you? No. So you don't even know. I, I don't. But, like, but I don't even know. Like, I saw the original. I didn't even remember the host's name. Sorry. But in this day where shows reappear, I don't know who's where anymore. True. But you looked at me like I was nuts, Tanya, in uh, my moment of embarrassment. First of all. FYI, FYI, FYI. <laughs> I was not giving you that oh, look. Oh, I remember him now with the jacket. 100%. But it doesn't seem like it was forever ago. I mean, he died in 2003. Yeah, I know. Mark pointed that out to me. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this is a great segment. Yeah, what I just you, felt like maybe we... I feel like that there's a lot of people that will now know. Yeah. 
Yeah, one of them's right here. We all listen. This is we're all learning together. And so it could have been anyone. And, and rest and I don't in mean peace. Disrespect by it. He was great. Okay, now the mole. Didn't Anderson Cooper used to host that? Yes, he did. He <laughs> is not. He's on CNN, and he's he's still alive and kicking. He's not hosting this because it's a it's a female um, that's hosting it, and I don't remember recall her name because <laughs> I'm only two episodes in. But it's the mole on Netflix, and actually, my Netflix suggested me watch this because I think I watch a lot of baking competition shows. So it's a competition where there's twelve strangers, and they have to figure out who the mole is. So the mole is like trying to stop them from getting all the money. Uh, it's so good, and a lot of people on my Be Real are watching it too. I've noticed that like a lot of people are watching it right now. So that's the mole Her on name's Netflix. Alex Wagner. The mole. All right. Well, Ruby having uh, an interesting reaction <laughs> to this segment. And Ruby, what are you watching? Ruby's I feel on. like I giggle at everything, honestly. Uh, so oh, if you're into, oh. d- <laughs> Ruby's on his list now. I know. Oh. No. No, it's fine. Um. <laughs> So, if you're into documentaries, Beba on Hulu is really, really good. It's like a coming-of-age story of this Afro-Latina, and it just unpacks all, like, the complexities of being a um, first-gen Afro-Latina in the States. Um, But it's really, really good. And I'm a sucker for a good documentary. I love documentaries. Where is is she from? So, her dad is Dominican, and then her mother is Venezuelan. And is it shot in the States? Yes, New York. In New York, mm. got it. Mm-hmm. And that's on Hulu. Hulu. Yes. What's so so funny, Tanya? Can't I just smile? <laughs> <laughs> but you you got that devious look. <laughs> There's no that's devious. What you got. I was waving at Kayla. I was saying hello, good morning, and I was hello, fixing my hair. Good morning. Yeah. Hello. And 50 minutes of nonstop kiss music is getting ready to go for you. So Kayla is coming in Kayla Thomas, normally on 11P to 5A. Kayla, you should know that I catch the last hour of your overnight shift. Oh. Many times I'm doing my cardio (laughs) while I'm listening. (laughs) Oh, nice. Yeah, I catch the last hour of the Kayla Thomas show. (laughs) When I'm barely awake. Give him a shout out. (laughs) I will. (laughs) I'm kind of waiting for a plug for the morning show, by the way. Yeah. Okay, I got you. And she's like, hey, did you see hear about that new movie? Hey, it's a good kiss. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you need to do. A plug for the morning show right around that time. All right, right around 4 o'clock Oh, really? Yeah, (laughs) 4.08, Every single time I will now. It'll remind me to get to work. Um, all right, so Kayla, what is coming up this weekend on Kiss FM? Yeah, we're giving away tickets to KX5. They're going to be at the LA Coliseum. Mm-hmm. So I will be on all weekend giving those away. Now, they tell me that this is your first Halloween. Is that right? Your first Halloween here in LA? It is. I'm Ooh. excited, though. Now, where did you spend Halloween before? So I've lived all over, but before this, I was in Philadelphia. Do they take Halloween as seriously as we do here? I don't think so, because I heard here that you guys nuts. go all out. <laughs> yeah, adults and kids go all out here. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm going to dress up. I'm going to dress up my animals. I'm excited. Mm. Now, you'll go trick-or-treating in your neighborhood? <laughs> I probably won't do trick-or-treating. I'll probably <laughs> okay. go out to a little party or something like that. Right. But yeah. <laughs> what are you going to be for Halloween? I haven't decided yet. I keep telling my boyfriend we need to like do a couple's costume, and he's like, I'm not really into that, but I'm going to figure yeah. it out. <laughs> I find that my reaction has been that often, too. I don't. I don't know. Is it a, are guys less into the couple's guys costume? Guys, just they don't. They, you just need to decide for them. You just like mm-hmm. buy the outfit, put it on, and just be like, here, put the yeah. Because by then, it's like, what are they gonna do? It's already there. 
<laughs> yeah, it's turnkey. Yeah, like we're gonna dress up as Studio Fifty Four for Harry Ween, and Michael walked into his closet the other night, and there's this shiny gold shirt in his closet. He's like, "Oh," and I was like, "There's your costume." <laughs> oh, he knew it was yeah. for Halloween, though, right? <laughs> yes, he knew. All right, well, check out Kayla. I'll be listening for the overnight and check you out over the weekend. What tomorrow, two to six Sunday, noon to four after the American Top Forty. And good luck with Halloween, Kayla. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. Mm-hmm. On air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. You know what? I just I know we're inside a lot of music. Tubbs must be feeling guilt because I got a text from him. Oh, now he did you text us. him? Easton, did you text him? I, that did I was not. talking about him or asking about him. Wait, I only speak and spoken to with him. Mm. Well, if he's at some sort of retreat, he might be having one. He of those texted me about when he's coming back. You must have said I was asking where he was. Wait, that's cute. You and Tubbs text. <laughs> well, we all text. <laughs> oh, someone's green with envy. All right, guys. Monday, we're back. More. Ryan's Roses. <laughs> we're paying your bills. Have a great weekend. All right, I'll talk to you over the weekend on AT40. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.